This episode contains adult themes and adult language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Miss Chelsea. Hey, B&B fans. Hey. Hi, guys. I need to put a disclaimer. I really messed up the editing on the last episode, so I need to apologize to Leslie and to Renee. When I was editing, I put the wrong message with the wrong intro, and then I totally didn't even put Renee's on. So the person you heard was actually Leslie. I am so sorry, guys, but I'm fixing it right now. This is what you were supposed to hear. Our next message comes from Leslie. And we've been talking for a while now, and I love the banter back and forth. We don't always agree on everything, but I actually like that because it kind of keeps me on my toes and um, keeps me with an open mind. I will admit I sometimes have (laughs) rose-colored glasses with characters. I know that. I'll admit it. And Leslie always has such a great point of views that I am like, huh, it always makes me think. So let's hear what Leslie has to say. My bold and beautiful thoughts this year so far. Hi guys, guess what? We're finally back and we're together. Yay! Yay! Hey, Chelsea. Hi! I'm so excited. I know, it's been like months long <laughs> long amount of times <laughs> and i told everybody last episode that we we literally tried to record like like 10 times <laughs> it was oh like at least like six or eight times we tried to record and something happened i know and if it wasn't one of us it was the other one like or like both of us at the same time, but being like, oh, I don't want to be the one to say it, but oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, like, I am so sorry, but I can't. I'm sorry, like, oh, yeah, guys, like, woo, things, things have a changed. New year, yeah. new, new things. <laughs> so, uh, we want an update, Chels. What's going on? Okay, well, let's flash back. <laughs> Let's see. Well, last time we left, um, we did the Friendsgiving. That went amazing. Yada, yada. Boom. Come December, we decided to do a couple's trip to Vegas. Don't worry, guys. It was amazing. (laughs) I actually went with couples that I hang out with, like, on the regular. It was, like, me, my dude, um, my roommate, and his chick who, well, he lives here because because of her, because we, she was my bartender when I was a server. I was her manager, whatever. We're good friends, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, them, um, my, my bet, my, my bitch ass bitch, Mel, (laughs) and her ex, but still hooking up with whatever. It's that weird, awkward time, Dupski. And then Dupski was like living with us. 
also yeah so it was yeah guys so many people in this house anyway oh yeah and then my boyfriend's best friend and his chick uh the trip was super awesome we went mainly to see this band it's called the dead south um if you haven't heard of them look them up if you have heard of them you know how awesome they are uh (laughs) they're like kind of like folky rock country i don't know how to describe it um they kind of got a little bit of fame a few years back. I don't know if anyone's seen this show. It's kind of a big show, I guess. It's on Netflix. It's called The Umbrella Umbrella Company or something like that. Um, I know the chick from Juno was in it. But anyways, they did like the theme song or, or their song oh, was in an Umbrella episode. Umbrella Club, I think it's called. Something Umbrella something, I don't know. But uh, yeah, they got kind of big from that, but like, we had been listening to him for years. Well, anyways, the whole point, guys. Okay, so we went, right, and it was at the House of Blues in um, in Vegas. Not a lot of people showed up, but it was also crazy rodeo week, right, in Vegas. So there were cowboys <laughs> everywhere. I mean, everywhere. There's hats and boots everywhere. So we're at the show. It was amazing vibes. We were super close. I don't know if anyone's been to House of Blues, but um, the two – Three that I've been to, they're all the same setup where it's like, you actually don't ever want to buy seats. This is a pro tip for y'all. Do not buy seats at the House of Blues because you will be sitting outside of the stage, around the outside, and up high. You want general admission because general admission is literally the standing room in front of the stage. So we were literally right in front of the stage. Like, we're all, all rocking out. We're all having a great time, right? Show ends. We decide to go around to the back of the casino down into the parking garage to see if the tour bus was there. And it was. So we get there, right? And the first band that had played, they happened to be from like this small ass town in in Maine. So one of my friends that was on the trip with us, she's also from Maine. So when we walked in, they were like, hey, we're from blah, 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 Maine. And she screamed out, wicked pissa and they were like what (laughs) so when we went down in the parking garage they were loading up their van to leave and we yell out wicked pissa and they were like oh my gosh whatever so they were super cool got their autographs and we were like hey like don't kick us out like we're trying to get autographs you're like yeah 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 no problem blah 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 anyways the I'm standing there with the record, right? And the producer comes out and he was like, hey, that's a good record. I made that record. And I was like, what? You made this record? You need to sign this record. He was like, oh, you don't want my autograph? I was like, yes, I do. You produced this. This is amazing. So he signs it. Boom. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I'm like in love with the lead singer. He's my hall pass. Me and Panda (laughs) have had the conversation. Panda's not smart, okay? Panda's hall pass is Doja Cat. I don't know if anyone knows my best friend, Doja Cat, but that's his hall pass. So he was so mad when all of this happened because I met my hall pass. And I'm telling you, we had a moment. So anyways, my hall pass, beautiful Nate, the lead singer. Oh, so amazing. And my bitch ass bitch, Mel, her dude, she loves the banjo player. They both come out. They were like, oh, my gosh, how'd you get back here? And we're like, well, we kind of just walked around. Walked around the building and boom, here we are. And they were like, oh my God, we've never had fans like do this before. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, superstar moment. You guys, I'm not even kidding. I'm acting super cool right now. I was not cool. I'm looking them up, guys. I'm looking them up to see how how he looks. Look at him. The lead singer. You'll figure it out. It's not hard to figure out who I'm in love with. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, 
um, they come down and I, like, I just kept saying, I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to be creepy. Like I'm usually like super cool, but I'm not being cool. And I'm so sorry, whatever. They were like, no, it's awesome. Blah, blah, blah. When like, no one's ever done this. And I was like, oh my God, sign my stuff. And they were like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, oh my gosh. So then they had to go back in They're doing their thing, whatever. Then the third bandmate comes out. There's four of them all together. The third one comes out, the one who plays the, um, he plays the cello. So he comes out and he has like a handful, a bag full of Miller lights and his like <laughs> stuff. And I was like standing there and I was like, hey, so sorry. Like, I can wait. Like, go ahead and put your stuff down. And he was like, no, no, it's super cool. Like, he put his stuff down and he was like, um, how'd you get down here? And I was like, uh, just honestly, I just walked around the building. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm really not trying to be creepy or whatever. Like, I've already got you know, Nate and whatever signature, like, we're just, I'm just trying to get it. Like, I'm not trying to be weird or nothing. And he was like, oh no, of course. Like he signs it. He takes a picture with us. We go away from the tour. Okay. So like, I don't know. It's like dock doors is where they were parked. So we stood way to the left and the bus was parked against the thing on the right. So like, I wasn't just like standing right at the bus door being super creepy. I was really trying not to be creepy guys. So anyway, so Nate comes back and for some reason they walked like by us and I was like, whatever, like trying not to die. Right. And I don't even, I don't even remember the words that were said. Okay. I don't even remember the words. Someone said something and then he did one of those things and he was like, ah, oh, you're all right. Where he like, you punch outward, like give somebody a little, like, boop, like a little pop, you know? Yeah. But it was uh-huh. like, right. Like in the side slash small of my back. And when I say I folded <laughs> like my whole body, like I literally out loud was like, oh my God, he touched me. And I just <laughs> melted. And I was just like so embarrassed. And I was like, and he was just started laughing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm oh, I'm dead. I'm just dead. I like died. My, my, my soul left my body. I was anyway. So whatever. He comes, they go back in, whatever. We're waiting for the last guy to get his signature. We're waiting, we're waiting. And then the roadies start coming out with the speakers and the this and the that. And then they spot us and they they get security. Somebody call security. So then security comes and security's like, get out of here. And I'm like, I just need one signature. Like, this is totally <laughs> cool. Like, they said it was fun. And they're like, now get out of here. Meh, meh, meh. <laughs> they totally kicked me out. But, you know, I'm living my best life. Well, at I'm least you got three. Yada, yada. We look up that they're playing again in L.A. and San Diego the very next week. Is Chelsea going to drive down to San Diego on a Thursday to get that last autograph? You bet your girl did. You bet your girl got in that car and drove her ass all the way to San Diego on a school night, people, on a school night. Went to the House of Blues in San Diego. I'm going to tell you right now, the vibe of the crowd was a completely different vibe, okay? These cowboys in Vegas, they were living their best life. It was amazing. We were snapping. We were whistling. We were doing the dance moves. In San Diego, ugh, gross bros everywhere no one was like oh everyone was too cool for school like i was oh uh, i'm so glad that i got to see them in vegas the way i got to see them before i went to san diego because if i would have only went to the san diego show i would have been sad in my life okay this time because the way that house of blues is set up their tour bus is literally parked in front Okay, so listen to this crazy stuff, right? So I'm way far back in the crowd and I'm slowly making my way forward, you know, because I know some of the people are going to start leaving, whatever. I make my way, make my way. I make my way all the way to the front, okay? And I'm holding my record and I'm making eye contact. And this is in December, okay? So I had my um, (laughs) 
Grinch light up flashy earrings on. So I'm right there and I'm, my earrings are flashing. I'm holding my record. I'm like, mm, why does the old man next to me like fall out in like a diabetic freaking coma? Oh okay. no. Yes, girl. Okay. So I'm standing there, you know, vibing, vibing, whatever. Anyway. So he grabs my shoulder and I look over and I'm like, whoa. And then he's like glassy eyed. Okay. And I have like, su- like, okay. Um, when I did derby, I was a, re- a roller derby referee for a while. So I did get like, um, like first responder, semi training, all this stuff. Also, I worked in warehousing, had to get that kind of stuff. Also being in medical build billing, you have to be CPR certified, all the things. Anyway. I notice his eyes are glazing. I'm like, oh crap. Oh, okay. No. So he starts going down. So I have a hold of him and I'm following him down. And his wife is like, well, what's going on? And I'm like, is your husband diabetic? Like, has he eaten today? Is he on medication? And she's like, what? And I'm like holding his head and I'm holding him up. And then he like comes to and I'm like, hi, sir. Like, do you know where you are? Right. So stuff's going crazy. Like the concert's still going on. But okay. This is also right after when that, um, Travis Scott thing had just happened a few weeks before where all those people got trampled and stuff. Okay. So Mm -hmm. another guy starts holding him up and I'm like, you know, whatever. And then Nate, the love of my life is like, stops the show. And he's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I'm like, get security, get security, whatever. They stop the show for a minute. Everything stops, whatever. The guy tries to get back up. He falls back down. They end up getting him a bunch of bigger dudes, pick him up, get him out, whatever. Okay, cool. Hey, I'm happy. I got more space. I can move my elbows now. Whatever. Bye, old man. He, as far as I know, he survived. Boom. <laughs> Let's start this concert back up. So concert's going. I'm trying to make eye contact with the banjo player because he's like the nicest guy ever. So we make eye contact. Boom. He gives me the nod. I'm not 100% that happened, but it seemed like it. So anyway. In so Chelsea's in. mind, she got the nod. Yeah. I mean, I, I felt the vibe. So anyway. Show ends, whatever, banjo player sees me. And I was like, hey, and I held up my record. And I was like, I still need Scotty's signature. He was like, oh, yeah, for sure. So he reaches over and he grabs the record, right? And this old lady standing there, and and she was like, he took your record, though. And I was like, no, it's cool, it's cool. Old lady, like, chill out, shut up. I don't need you. <laughs> She's very so then he walks up to Nate. And Nate looks at the record, and then they point the the banjo player points at me, and then Nate looks at me, and Nate gives me the nod, and I Yay! almost fainted again. <laughs> so then they disappear in the back for like a while, and the old lady's like, "I don't think he's coming back with your record." I'm like, "Old lady, you don't even know. Like, <laughs> I is their first fan that ever snuck back to the tour bus. Like, we got a connection. Hey, it's me. I'm not creepy. Yeah." We, we got a connection, lady. Don't worry about it. So, sure as shit, they come back with my record. Boom. I have all the signatures. I'm like, oh, my God, you guys are amazing. They sign a shirt. They sign some other stuff. I was like, cool, sign other people's stuff. I've had my moment. Appreciate you. Peace out. Goodbye. So we leave. Chelsea is ecstatic. Okay, the way I had them sign the record, right? On the front of the record is one of those old, like, lanterns, like, oil lanterns. So, like, it has the metal on the sides and then the glass in the middle, right? All I had was a ballpoint pen at the time. So, they signed on the white part that made the picture of the lantern, okay? So, I'm walking to the car, right? Looking at my record, just like, oh, my gosh, I'm a, I've just followed a band to two states. Technically, they're only four hours apart, but whatever, I did it. Look at this. Ah! You know, living my best life. Yeah. The light hits my record, okay? 
they re-signed my record in gold Sharpie because the record is uh, like gold, like the actual record is gold and stuff. And they re-signed it, even the producer re-signed it in gold Sharpie. Why did I almost, oh. Oh, oh my God, what is that? Hi, girl, I can die now. Like, take me, take me, Lord. Ugh. Can you believe that, guys? Can you believe that? That is awesome. Wow. So if you don't know, now you know. Look them up. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah, please look it up. Because the lead singer is so is Chelsea Type. <laughs> so if you want to see Chelsea Type, look it up. Yeah. He is handsome. I'll admit it. So that happened. That was like a highlight, okay? So everything after that is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So at the restaurant, you guys remember, it was like uh, party season. So they were buying out restaurants. I was doing like three, four parties a week. Your girl was making that money. Yeah. Boom. January hits. Your girl got dropped to like two days a week. Can't live off that. I, I make good tips, don't lie. Obviously, I have a personality. But anyway... Like two days a week, couldn't do it. So I ended right. up, it was so random. Okay. Yeah. So like, it I was cool. Two, I got scheduled two days and I was like, man, I need to find another job. Like was just thinking about it, but didn't like fully commit because I was like, maybe this is just like one week of slow. Like, you know, like chill out. You're okay. One of my regulars from the bar hits from uh, the, the previous bar, bar I had worked at, whatever. They stopped going before I stopped working there. Long story. I'll tell you on Patreon someday. Anyway, she hits me up out of nowhere and she's like, hey, girl, we need someone in this office that has half a brain. Do you are you looking for a part time job? And I was like, as a matter of fact, I am. And as a matter <laughs> of fact, I think I got three fourths of a brain. So let's roll. Uh, it's a real estate office. So I'm a personal assistant to a loan broker. I've never done real estate in my life. It's very fascinating. Don't ask me questions about it. I don't know that much yet. It's only been like a month and a half. But from what they say, I'm doing awesome. So right now I do that Monday through Friday, um, like six hour shift, whatever. And then I still do work at the bar uh, two days a week. And then if there's like a party on Saturdays, I'll work that. But usually my I work at the bar uh, Wednesday through Friday, usually somewhere in there. So that's a lot. And then, yeah, so I know Amanda's scared all your lives because my dog got sick. Um, <laughs> one of my dogs, uh, my little chunky um, beagle corgi, Liberty, decided to eat Valentine's chocolate and, yeah, proceeded to throw up and not feel good. And, yeah. Yeah, so that was, we were freaking that was out. Fun. Yeah, that was real fun. So, um, And then some drama happened amongst the friends. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, that person I mentioned earlier, Dupski. Um, uh, long story short, I'll tell you on Patreon sometime the full extent of it all, but just personality type is uh, he's a pathological liar, basically. And uh, he was putting a lot of wedges in friendships to because if people talk to each other, then we would all realize his bullshit. And a lot of bullshit just came to the surface all at once. People started talking to each other again. The house of cards fell and I had to throw his ass out. Yeah. So that was fun dealing with all that. And um, yeah. So That's just funny. to clarify. Yeah. She Chelsea's talking about her. She had it's one of her roommates that she had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the That's, roommates. Um 
So I now, know. oh, also speaking about a roommate. Okay, so this is the house rundown. It's me and Panda. We're together. Then my bestie, Rainbow. My girlfriend, Sarah's boyfriend, Brad. And then Dupski was staying with us because him and my super good friend, Mel, were in that limbo dating period thing. And um, we said that he could stay here while they were trying to work out their crap because they were living together previously. So that's everyone in the house, okay? So I threw out Dupski. He's gone. Then um, Rainbow, he's been dating a girl for a couple years now. They're getting pretty serious. Serious is in. He is also going to be moving out at the end of this month. So we wish them the best. Um, she's a lovely girl, and I hope it all works out. And if it doesn't, he can always come home. So it is what it is. And, yeah, so it's going to end up just being me and Panda and Brad and and the million animals. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited because originally when we moved in, it was just going to be three of us. It was going to be me, Panda, and Rainbow. So um, that was going to be the plan. It's just, you know, life happens. People need yeah. help. And you try to be helpful. And. Yeah, so that's that. So a lot of stuff has happened with Chelsea in the last few months. And it's it's funny because when she started the podcast, she worked in an office. And then she left the office and now she's back in the office. The office calls to her. <laughs> that's what I told her. The office calls to you. <laughs> I mean, stability calls to me. Right. But then also money calls to me. So it's like, right. oh. <laughs> that's good, though. It just kind of fell in your lap. So that's awesome. Yeah. Like, I feel like it was like universe because literally I've never done real estate before. Like, I have skills as far as like, you know, like I've done administrative stuff. Like I've done um, like import export stuff for warehousing. I've done obviously medical billing for like eight years. So. And it's crazy because the guy I work for, he's great. Like, I can't wait to tell you guys Patreon stories. It's like working for my grandpa. But he's <laughs> super awesome. Like, <laughs> his name is Joe, and he's, like, an old Sicilian man, and he's crazy, but I love him already. <laughs> and, yeah, it's 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 hilarious. We have a crazy neighbor, this little buff Mexican dude that comes over, and then they, they argue with each other and make fun of each other's clothes and stuff. It's like... It's <laughs> funny. It's crazy. And then just learning about like real estate, which I've never like have no idea about before. Like, man, it is it's a new thing. It's a new thing. And people are crazy. Let me just tell you. Yeah, OK, let me are. just here's another pro tip for you guys in my month and a half of doing this, working for a loan broker. Don't lie to us. Please don't lie to us because. Our job is literally to make your paperwork look pretty so that escrow will let your your stuff go through. So if you lie to us and you hide things and you don't tell us and escrow finds it and we don't find it, like that's going to ruin a lot of things. Pro tip number two, once you're in the process of buying a home, don't use your credit cards. <laughs> don't go buy furniture before you actually have closed escrow. Because um, you only qualify for certain rates because of credit scores and available credit and so on and so forth. 
So um, if you go buy a bunch of furniture when you barely qualified before, you're going to really mess things up. <laughs> yes. Don't buy so, yeah, anything. Those are my two pro tips. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I used yeah, to sell so real estate. I'll have stories. It, I will have stories. <laughs> you will. You absolutely will. Okay. So. Speaking of stories. Lots of stuff has happened to Chelsea over this break. But I'm so glad that we're back together. And now, since you couldn't be here last episode, we want to get your New Year reviews. So. Oh. Let's start with Carter and Paris. What do you think about up to last week? What do you think about what what's going on? Okay, so I think it's gross. Like, I'm not going to get into the whole age thing. Like, I don't really think Carter is that, that much older than her. We really don't really know either of their ages. So it's not a matter of his True. actual year age, but maturity wise, like, yes, Paris is a very mature girl, but she is not relationship mature, which I don't really think Carter's relationship mature either. But like, literally, like, I don't know, like, looking at the whole process of him, like coming to her, like, I'm your friend, I'm your friend, I'm your friend, like, this gives me like groomer vibes. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. in pretending to be a friend let me help you with your finances like oh you know what I mean like I don't yeah. know like it was we don't cool. know it's that much okay. we don't know that much about her but I agree she does come across as being kind of naive yeah because I mean not that you don't have life experiences in college but when you're being subsidized by your parents or school loans, like that isn't real world. And right. this is like her first like real job. You're her superior. Like this is not okay. I agree. I agree. I am not okay with any of this. I it it's just wrong on a lot of levels. <laughs> yeah. And then it's also wrong as Miss Grace our saving grace miss grace pointed out you know like he's your friend i thought zenday was your friend like this is the second forester woman you're taking away from somebody like what are you doing what are you doing carter and that brings me to what i was talking about off whatever off pod we were talking that I feel like Carter, like Carter is attracted to unavailable women. Like literally when he was having the conversation with Katie about how he's attracted to unavailable women, he was becoming attracted to her. Right. Exactly. When she's talking about all her baggage and problems and how she ain't that great, he's falling in love with it. Like, I honestly don't think Carter has loved any of these women. I don't think he really has. I think that he's addicted to the chase. He's addicted to the excitement. But for him to have a day-to-day, like, regular relationship with someone without that, you know, like, that energy behind it, I don't think he would even be happy. Could he even meet? That's why he didn't even really care about Zoe. I don't think he really cared about Zoe because it wasn't a challenge. He wasn't really taking her from someone. And when he actually got challenged on it, then he wants to act all butthurt. And even when he took her back the second time, he wasn't into her. He was into Quinn. So it was like, I don't think he's been into anyone. 
I think he's into the thrill of the chase. Yeah. The forbidden and, fruit, if you must. And he made such a big deal out of Zen, the, the Zenday and Zoe thing. And he's doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. Total trash. Total trash. Okay, so we agree on that. Mm-hmm. I think we all agree on that. <laughs> okay, what about the Brooke and Deacon kind okay. of hooking up thing? What what happened on New Year's Eve? That was also trash. I agree with what you were saying as far as like if Deacon really had changed, if Deacon was being a good person, once Brooke grabbed that vodka, he should have got hope. If he didn't get hope and he was weak in that moment, instead of staying with her that night, he could have called hope at that moment. Like, hey, your mom was drinking. I'm sorry. I drank with her as well, but she's here. I don't want to leave her by herself. You come here. But to stay the night like that, that was completely intentional. That was completely inappropriate. It was inappropriate for him to kiss her. Like, terrible. But it got worse. Like, who is hope? Who is this hope? I don't know this hope. Do you know this hope? I told y'all. Like, girl. Oh, it was just one night. It was. When has it ever just been one night? When has it ever just been one? Like, and that. Oh, so many things. So many things. And when has hope ever been okay with with that? Okay. Kind of. And then, okay, I'm gonna skip ahead a little bit. Cause I'm just going to talk about hope for a second. So the whole thing is really bothering me that one, she went along with the fucking like keeping this a secret thing, not cool. And then the whole to, to bring Douglas over there and leave Brooke alone with him to convince him to stop talking about it. Like what girl, what psychological damage or it's like that meme emotional damage. Like <laughs> what are you doing? What right? are you doing? I understand she feels guilty because she pushed the deacon issue so much. Meh, meh, meh. No, y'all are adults. Y'all can make your own decisions. I don't care. Like, who are you for hiding this? I don't like this hope. Knock it off. Okay. Now, when it comes to Brooke, Brooke is like, mm, mm. we all saw, we all knew, obviously we knew what happened, but for her to put Ridge through all that guilt, through all that, like him blaming himself and every single time, well, you called and you said you weren't coming home. And then I just don't know what happened. Like, girl, how else was he supposed to feel? Who else <laughs> was he going to blame in that when you're set when you're setting it up that way? That was trash. That was complete trash. And then for her to just say nothing happened. Oh, oh, something happened. Something yeah, that happened. was a that was and a I real trigger. Okay. So I was watching a lot of episodes in large chunks and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I wasn't completely paying attention because they were blending together. It was a lot of dialogue. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Anyway, I've only heard Brooke one time mention in when she goes over the whole night, when she goes over the timeline, I've only heard her mention one time Deacon confessed his love to me. She conveniently leaves that out. When she retells the timeline over and over again, over and over again, she keeps leaving that part out. She only brought it up the one time. And I'm like, hmm, hmm. (laughs) And I'm not talking about before she confessed to Ridge. I'm talking about after she confessed to Ridge, when they would be talking about it. Like, only one time was it mentioned. So, like, no, shady boots, shady, shady, shady boots. Okay. (laughs) Then Ridge and... 
Ridge going over and fighting with Deacon. Yeah, that was a good fight. I agree. It was good filming. Like, to hear he did his own stunts, that's awesome. To hear they only had one take for this, two takes for that, that's great. You guys did awesome. For a soap opera, super believable. Love it. Yeah, Totally caught when Deacon heard Brooke's voice and stopped fighting. Totally caught that. Yeah, I told him. mm, I said, I love how you mm, played that. It was awesome. And he was like, well, the writers came up with that. I was like, yeah, but you you had to do that with just your face. I was like, it was awesome. (laughs) I told him that that when we did the interview. Yeah, that was super good. Um, And yeah. Brooke super messed up in that moment because she kept saying nothing happened. And Ridge was like, what? Nothing happened? Nothing happened? Yeah, something did happen. Something did happen. Y'all kissed and he slept in my bed. How are you going to say nothing happened? Yeah, if you want to say I triggered. didn't have sex with him, then say I didn't have sex with him. But to say nothing happened, like you're, trivial- you're trivializing, big mm-hmm. words, trivializing the moment. And I'm sorry, lady, it was something. You're trash. Yeah, I can't I can't take up for her in that moment no. because she wasn't at first she was just trying to break them up, but she made a huge mistake by taking up for Deacon. Why did she do that? Like she could yell stop and get in between them, but to crouch down on the ground and co- like coddle him and yeah. all of that, like no girl, you stay yeah. standing and just put your hands up. You do not, you do not. I don't know what ground. she was thinking. She wasn't thinking. She wasn't. She forgot who she's married to. <laughs> well, I mean, it has been, you know, twenty. What was it? Twenty-one. Twenty-one proposals. Miss Brooke Logan has had. Wow. Twenty-one, you guys. That's nice. <laughs> Brooke can't be alone, so I'm not shocked. That's why when everyone's talking about, like, don't give up on your, don't give up on it, don't give up on it, what they're saying is, don't go fuck someone. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Like, Ridge, can you not run straight to Taylor? People are literally saying that to him. It was literally, like, not even the next day. It was literally from one door to one door. Like, didn't even stop. Like, all green lights all the way over there. Like, he didn't even give it a, like, he didn't even give it a second thought. Like, No, he didn't. So, okay, that leads into what do you think about Ridge and Taylor? All right. The new Taylor. What do you think about their situation? Oh, and Stephanie and Thomas, too. Mm. <laughs> Very behavior. All right, let's go over to the brown hairs. Let's go over <laughs> to the brown hairs. All right, so when I started watching this show, um, the Taylor character was kind of raging and disappeared. Like, when I start, literally, the first episode I remember watching of this show was the whole... Ridge came back to town and had all the roses in the fountain. That okay. flashback when this new Ridge started or whatever, raspy uh-huh. voice guy. Um, that's like the first episode I remember. So I don't really have, rec- like, I don't really know the old Taylor. And she wasn't right. on the few episodes of like the rewind that we did. She wasn't invented yet because Brooke was still like a teenager in that. Uh-huh. Um, so. I don't really have anyone to compare to her. You know what I mean? Right. So 
So to me, this is just who Taylor is. Um, but I feel like from what the way people talked about her and the how she was, like I wasn't expecting her to be so meek, I guess. Yeah. Like the stop the soft spokenness, the 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 big blinky eye, damn like chin down eye forehead up looks like even though this person is like the same height as you it's kind of weird okay <laughs> anyway um like that I, I I'm like okay I guess that's how she is but to me that kind of makes me think she's a psycho because I'm like if all of this stuff has happened and this is how you you are this is your vibe this like I mean hope is supposed to be miss innocent and she don't even walk around trying to be this baby doll so it's kind of weird. I was like, okay. And okay, um, everyone's talking about the wig thing. Um, I don't know. It was whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't care about the wig. Like, so she had to wear care. a wig. I mean, oh granted, God. they could have spent money. Like, they could have got her a nicer one. They could have got her a nicer one. But I, ain't like, gonna, I ain't gonna yeah. lie about that. But, uh, you know, not to be mean. Like, she low, she low man on the totem pole. She's the newest to the show. And... I mean, right. your character's kind of been disappeared for a really long time. So I guess they didn't get you the nice wig. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Blame old- it. You know what? Blame it on all those trains that got broken into in in, in L.A. Blame it on oh, that. Her that wig was sad. on that train. It got stolen. It got sold. We don't know. They had to use that one. That's what happened. Yeah. Supply chain problems. <laughs> yeah, for real. Well, the old Taylor was like that, though. Was like, she? Because that seems she was psycho very, to me. She was to, the opposite of Brooke. That's how she was, the old Taylor, before she went crazy. See, this is so weird to me because Taylor is also an alcoholic. Like, she became an alcoholic. She She got drunk and she drove her car and she hit someone and killed them. Oh. And it turned out to be... Thorn's wife, darling. Oh, right. So, right, like, right, right. I don't understand. She has, like, you would think she would have more sympathy. Edge. Yeah, or even, yeah, but even still, like, I think they're trying to go back, like, old school before she was crazy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's the way of showing that she's not crazy. Right. But then maybe so she's she not is. crazy when she's talking like a 13 year old girl. But when she snaps and gets serious, then we'll know that she's like crazy again. Yeah, I guess. When she starts talking like, like <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I know I've I've re-listened to the episodes. I know I sound like a chickmunk on helium. I know that my laugh is somewhere in between like, Paul and like Pee Wee Herman. I know. But I'm also not on a TV show. So we're just going to, you know, go with this. <laughs> yeah, that's what really what I think. I think they told her she's been gone a long time and she was supposedly getting help. And so we want her to come back and be more like demure. normal. Yeah, I'll and just being, more I'll like being normal. Mean. I'll say demure instead of <laughs> meek and 13 year old girl okay well i don't <laughs> I found know a nigger, 
I found a bigger, fancier, nicer word. I'll use it for you. So were you shocked that Ridge just ran straight to Taylor like that? Yes and no. No, because I knew Ridge was going to end up going back to Taylor. Did I think it was going to be like immediately drive from one driveway to the next? No, I did not think it was going to be that fast. Right? I thought I would at least get one or two episodes in between them hooked up. <laughs> one or two episodes. <laughs> I thought they would throw it in on like a Monday and then they would hook up by Thursday, you know, or maybe mid-Wednesday. That's what I was thinking. But nope, it was driveway to driveway. No. Technically, they didn't hook up. Yes, they did. So they're even. They made out. That's hooking up. Yeah, but Brooke made out with Deacon. And he made yeah. out with Taylor. Now they're even. <laughs> okay. I'm mad at Ridge. Because he uses women. He uses their feelings to his advantage. Well, yeah. And yeah. I think he gets off on them fighting for him. Or them both wanting him. Yeah, okay. probably a little bit. One I think sec. they all do. They're all, they all are narcissists and have ego problems i gotta let the cat out one sec yeah. all right all right okay sorry continue all right. so thomas and steffi oh my goodness gracious great balls of emotional damage thank you <laughs> <laughs> like whoa 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 it's intense it is Very. super intense. They are being super pushy. They are being super inappropriate. <laughs> and yes, I will also say it is also inappropriate for Taylor to stand there and let them say the things they are saying. I don't care if they're adults. You are their mother. You need to tell them to shut it up. Right? Zip it. Not your issue. Shushusha. Hanya na na na. Be seen and not heard. Get out of here. Like, <laughs> holy crap. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. And it's Steffi's so mean. The real this is the real Steffi. Everyone thought she changed when she got with Finn. No, she did not. This is the real Steffi right here. Like, literally, you see the joy. If they like if if human beings were like like inter- were like internet people, you would see little heart emojis flying off of her. The joy she gets rubbing this in Hope's face. Rubbing this in Brooke's face. Oh, yeah. She loved it. She Talking loved it. about Brooke to her dad. Like, oh, the when her and Thomas sit there and plot, like, the joy that she is radiating from this is disgusting. I agree. Oh, but Thomas was hilarious with the snatching of the phone. Like, oh, my goodness. And the blocking of the driveway. I thought, like you did, that Brooke was going to fake leave and then sneak around or do something or <laughs> start too. screaming. I would have just started screaming. I, I got excited. I got excited because it showed. They showed Steffi walk out of the sliding glass door. And I thought, oh, Brooke's going to go over there and they're going to fight. You know, like get into an argument. Yeah. Yeah, but so, I mean, it was exciting, but also disappointing. There was so many opportunities. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Left on the floor. But that that was 
But yeah, they're being super inappropriate. It is not healthy. And I mean, okay, if Taylor was not a world-renowned psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever, I forget, um, <laughs> then it would maybe world be renowned. somewhat acceptable because people are blind to their children. But like, you are trained. You should know manipulate. You know manipulation. Like, you studied it. I'm pretty sure it was like a course. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? <laughs> like for you to not spot this for you to not correct them for you to not stop them from being this inappropriate is completely completely disgusting to me at least say like guys this is really unhealthy <laughs> this this obsession you have is unhealthy yeah super 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 like I don't know I mean my parents got divorced when I was nine years old, and even a little nine-year-old Chelsea knew in her mind they were better apart. Like, I was like, no. Like, I didn't, I never had a, I want my parents to be back together phase. Like, I didn't do that. That was not right. ever a vibe. Um, So, I don't know. They're crazy right now. They're crazy. And, ugh, I just... I'm just going to reiterate also, yes, Brooke is also disgusting. I'm just going to reiterate it. The whole Douglas thing, like, that just did not sit good with me. Like, and honestly, they're turning him into a psychopath. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with Douglas's character. Um, congratulations, B&B, for being signed for at least another two more years. Yay. I mean, kids grow really fast on this show. We might see Douglas be 45 by the, you know, <laughs> right. by that time. We don't know. Um, at least 16. <laughs> at least 16. But I just feel like with his care, like if he was an actual person out in the world and these things were happening around him, so much of this <laughs> emotional damage that is happening to this child, like, he is gonna be a serial killer. Like, he has all, like, if yeah. he doesn't end up being oh, a yeah. serial killer, like, amazing, I hope, whatever, but, like, man, they are laying the foundations for him to just <laughs> be completely He's gonna be like up. Thomas. He's gonna be crazy. But worse than Thomas. I feel like it'll be worse than Thomas. Probably. All right, hold on a second. Dog want out. Okay. Dog break. Right, so. Wait. Okay. So yeah, that's that on that. Okay. Are you ready to get into this week? We're actually the same place where everyone else is for once. We're we're completely caught up. Hey, new year, new us. I mean, well, okay, new season, <laughs> new us. I think spring is like next week or something. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, are you ready? Oh, show. Enough with the chit-chat. On to the recap. Monday, February 28th. The show opens at Brooks, and it's Brooke and Hope having a conversation about Ridge, basically. Because guess what? Ridge is acting like a child, and he won't talk to Brooke at all. Big shocker. Yeah. And then uh, we go to Steffi's, and they're a big happy family. Steffi and Thomas, they're so happy. Their father finally. <laughs> what was that? Come home to me, Daddy. Yeah. Come home. Finally. 
That's what they keep saying. You finally realized. Yeah, that was so, like, weird. And for, like, Taylor to just be standing there, like, hands crossed, just, like, blinky, blinky. And it was just, like, oh, my, like, I got, like, secondhand embarrassed for them. Because it was just so, ugh. And then they even brought up Phoebe. Oh, my If you're new to the show, Phoebe is Steffi's twin. And she died in a car accident. And she was going to rename Hope's, or she renamed Hope's baby Phoebe after her. The baby, (laughs) baby Beth, the one that got stolen and then. (laughs) Right? If if somebody is new, they're probably thinking, what? (laughs) I mean. You're picking up on a show that's 35 years old, so mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of happened. crazy crap. Yeah. <laughs> things have happened. <laughs> so basically, they're just bombarding Ridge, trying to pressure him. You know, like, well, mom would never do that. Mom would never. Mom is the best thing ever. Mom is perfect. Ever heard of sliced bread? Ain't got nothing on her. Exactly. And then guess what? Just guess what? When the what? kids leave. Uh, Ridge and Taylor kiss again. What? She's like, I won't betray you. I won't let you down. Oh my goodness. Like, mm. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I have never had a conversation with that. Like that. I've been married multiple times. Dated multiple peoples. And like, never in my life. Right. If I had a conversation where I've had to say something like that. Like, I understand if you're, like, getting married in your vows and stuff, you kind of say some weird stuff. But, like, I don't know. And, like, Taylor, you got to know. You got to know, like, he's still in love with Brooke. Right. Like, I'm I'm like, disappointed in her, honestly. Like, there's a lot of traffic in L.A., so it may have taken him an hour to get there. I'll give it that. But, girl, it's been, like, an hour. <laughs> right like chill your tit i agree i agree i oh gosh she's gonna she get hurt herself up for some heartbreak that's which she sure. she gets hurt every time it never fails because i don't understand why she doesn't understand that he is in love with brooke like brooke is his person no matter how many times they break up they're still in love with each other and when you all feel gross or not gross but like I don't know. To me, okay, only like one time has this ever happened to me where I broke up. Me and the guy I was with before I was with Panda, we'll call him old man, (laughs) because he was actually seven years older than me. And he was my roller derby coach. We'll do it on the Patreon. Anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) we broke up. And when we broke up, it was very, like, literally our conversation. I came home from work one day, and I was like, do you still want to do this? And he was like, not really, like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, cool, okay, give me, like, a week or two to find a new place, and I'll be out. So whatever, everything's whatever. And years go by, whatever, this fool. He's one of those people who always looks to the past when something happens in the present like I will tell you this guy's crazy story of marrying and then remarrying and then getting with the marrying the best friend like is a it is crazy I I have to draw like a family tree it's so crazy anyway 
He should months, be on the show. Months, months, whatever. Years go by, right? And uh, I creeped on the social media. Whatever. I did it. I noticed he's with somebody. They're engaged. Yada, yada. Whatever. A couple months more go by. I creep on the Facebook. I see they're broken up. Whatever. I set some something off in the damn universe because this fool messages me, right? Basically trying to like see, like, you know, creep in my DMs. And I was like, I I waited. Okay. I didn't respond. I waited about another month. Creeped on the Facebook again. They actually end up getting married, whatever, whatever. He went back to her. They got married. That is when I messaged him back and I went all the way off. I told this fool all about himself. I even said, don't, don't be looking to your past when your present is being sideways. Like, what are you doing? Leave me alone. How dare you? Like you hit me up because you guys were broken up and you were, you can't be alone for five damn minutes. Like da, 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 told him all about himself. So I've only dealt with this one time in my life but i'm gonna say the ego boost the strut in my step that i had from turning around and being telling him all about himself and not falling into the trap not going back like not doing any of that like the ego boost i got off of that was amazing it's an amazing high. It's adrenaline I can't explain. So to, to know that you're that person that just because the act, his present moment isn't working out, he's going to immediately run to you and you just are like, okay, let's make out. Like, I don't care. Even if I like, even if you do still have feelings for that person, like make them work for it for a little bit. Yeah. Like, geez. I agree. I totally agree. Like, yeah. And it's, oh, man. Man. I just know she always gets hurt. Okay. We're going to go to <laughs> the only place that uh, people go eat. We're going to go to El Giardino. Sheila, she's celebrating Brooke's demise. Okay. And Deacon's like, oh, I feel bad for her. You know, and. She was like, whatever, laughing. So yeah. he sees Hope coming and he's like, you got to get out of here. So he runs Sheila off. Hope comes Ooh. there and you never, I couldn't believe what she was asking. So she asked him to go talk to Ridge and that I think she's basically like, you said you changed. <laughs> like, prove it. Right? Go to Ridge and say, you don't want my mom. Mm-hmm. And fix her marriage. And I was like, oh, no pressure, though. No pressure. Oh, my all. goodness. I'm like, <laughs> the look on his face, he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You want me to what? <laughs> to whom? Do you see that I still have bruises? I know. You see, you see I am still physically distorted because of this man. And you want me to go... Go, go tell him I ain't shit. Oh. <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. His face, I agree. Because she, I was like, wow, that's no pressure at all. Because she says, you need to save my mom's marriage. I'm like, whoa, okay, that's a lot. He yeah. did? 
Or, I mean, he tried. <laughs> so, now... Yeah. Actually, oh, you know what? I will say he did, like, give a valiant effort when he did go talk to Ridge. It was, like, he tried. He did try. Now we're going to go to... I don't even want to say it. God, I'm mad about this. We're going to go to Carter's Loft. And Paris is urging him, urging him to not feel guilty, to give in. Zenday's dating Sequoia. And she keeps trying to uh, kiss him. She keeps trying to kiss him. And at first he does push her away. And the thing that keeps aggravating me is that she keeps saying, Zenday's not going to care. Zenday's not going to care. Are I don't I don't know if she's that naive or if she's delusional. Like he was about to propose to you and Carter and well, I was going to say him and Carter are friends, but they're kind of friends. Supposedly they're friends. And like there's no way he's just going to be cool with it. Like what? What? Like the only I I liked her dress. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Like, she looks so like tiny. Her. His humongous hands, one hand, one hand covered her whole back. Did you see that? Yeah. Wow, he has big hands. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, her dress was nice. It was. That's all I'm going to say about that because I'm tiny. not okay with this at all. And then, okay, so one thing leads to another, and they end up giving in and they have sex and you know what was sad is carter said something like i'm not worth it and i was like oh he's not he trash <laughs> and then she says you just can't see it and i was like oh that's sweet but i still don't like these two together and it's the okay like i'm just gonna say it like Once again, only one time in my life have I done this where it was in high school. So give me a pass. I was under 18. You can't. It's off my record. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There was this guy. We were cool. Like on the eighth grade trip, like at the very end of the year, we were like we went to like an amusement park. It was super cute. Whatever. Nothing ever happened. Whatever. Over the summer, he started dating some girl. I started dating some guy. We would all go to the skating rink um, on the weekends, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, both of our significant others went to the neighboring high school because my middle school got split two ways. Half of the school went to one high school, half the school went to the other high school. Me and this dude were at the same high school and we never talked. We never passed notes. We never like called each other on the phone. But one day we were walking to class, like just bullshitting, whatever. And at the point where we normally would like split and go to other buildings, for some reason we like stopped and we just started making out. (laughs) And then it just kind of became like a daily thing where we would meet in a certain spot and we would just make out. But we were still dating other people that went to other high schools. (laughs) And then we broke up with our significant others and tried to date or whatever. And like it lasted a week (laughs) and then it was over because all it was, was the thrill, the thrill of it. You know what I mean? So like relationships, 
that are started this way, that are started in secret, started in a, oh, no one will accept us. Oh, it's a secret. We can't tell no one. Like, that's thrilling. That's adrenaline. That's sexy time. Once that is taken away, like, what do you actually have? True. I think that's what keeps happening to Carter, huh? That's what I'm saying he's addicted to. He's addicted to, I'm a, like, you know, I'm not supposed to be doing this because Carter's kind of a goody two shoes, you know, like, well, he's he a was dude who, who did the right thing, went to college, got a good job, you know, like always was kind of in the background, just good guy, Carter. Oh, you got your thing so you can officiate all of our weddings. That good guy, Carter, you know what I mean? Like he yeah. just wants some danger. He wants some naughty in his life. <laughs> True. Everybody needs a little naughty in their life, right? I mean, it's just my state of being, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Okay, I'm done with them. I'm done with them. Can we move on? Yeah, let's go. Bye. Okay. <laughs> now we head to Brooks. And guess who comes to see her? Sheila. Mm. And she's mean. She is mean. She's like... Oh, hey, Brooke. Um, oh, my goodness. Said, Brooke said, I'm busy right now. And Sheila goes, oh, falling, uh, falling, failing at another marriage. And I was like, burn. Sheila and, was ruthless. Yeah. You know how they always say, um, Ridge is my destiny. Yeah. Brooke is my destiny. She said, uh, destiny's not what it's cracked up to be, is it? I was like, oh, no. Beth was giving super dagger squinty eyes. Yeah, she was. I was like, ooh, I'm scared. (laughs) And then she was, man, she was. She was giving it to her because she said, um, oh, Ridge is back with Taylor where he belongs in the first place. I was like, golly. Oh, just going straight for the knees. Yeah, it was bad. And then when Brooke says, I was drinking, she has Mm. zero sympathy. Like, she almost laughed at her about it. Yeah. I was like, wow, okay. But, of course, Brooke, not going to, she keeps saying, I'm not going to let one night ruin everything. Okay, so that's the thing. That's the thing. It isn't just one night. Like, I hate that. I hate that about this show. How everyone, <laughs> how everyone tries to be like, oh, it's just one night, and oh, you can just get past it. But like, at what point do you turn around and say, like, stop just saying, like, oh, look, we've gone through all of this, and actually look at the all of this and be like, wait, why has this happened so many times? True. Like. This ain't the first time. Y'all are talking like it's the first time. It is not. It is not. (laughs) And it is a pattern. And yes, I know that her drink was spiked and then maybe, maybe it wouldn't have happened that night, but it was going to happen. Well, that's debatable. But yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, I mean, what the way it happened, because Brooke, Brooke, Brooke doesn't drink anymore. So like. I don't know. All of this is because of Sheila. Yeah. And that's how that's how Monday ends. Tuesday, March 1st. The show opens at Steffi's at the Cliff House. And Taylor and Ridge are hugging. 
uh, remember last time I said they were kissing? Yeah. Well, apparently they just can't stay away from each other, can they? Oh, yeah. And you know what? Taylor keeps, like, therapizing. (laughs) I made up a word. She keeps, like, therapying him. If you get what I'm saying. She's doctoring him. Yeah, like how she would talk to, like, a patient. Like I said, she took a course in manipulation. True. Because she keeps saying, like, don't worry, you're safe here with me and the kids. It's your safe place. I'm yeah, like, in the, really? Um, rest, like, in the restaurant industry, we call those sizzle words. Sizzle yeah. words. Which mean words that make you think things. True. And, and she knows right now he's feeling abandoned embarrassed heartbroken sad so she's gonna say those certain words that she knows because he's feeling the opposite of them right which in a way yeah a normal nice (laughs) person should do for someone they care about that is hurting but you have ulterior motives your motives are to keep him from her and have him be with you therefore this is not okay Right. I, I totally agree. This is, it's weird. And then, I don't know. It's like, she just keeps saying stuff like, you know, um, you may never know what happened and stuff like this. And it's like weird because poor Ridge, he's so confused and he wants to know how it happened. Like, why did she start drinking in the first place? And I feel like Taylor's like, well, you may never know, and just trying to, like, steer him towards, yeah, manipulate him, basically. I totally agree. (laughs) Like, it doesn't matter how we got here, we're here, so let's just be in the now. Yeah, be in the moment. Yeah. Sure, sure, lady. Like, as soon as Ridge finds out that Sheila was behind all this, you're a whole little... Your whole little pipe dream right now is going to just vaporize. Yep. So true. (laughs) No. Okay. We go back to Brooks and she's still fighting with Sheila on Tuesday. Oh. Oh. (laughs) She's like, oh, you're just boozing it up and you fall right into Deacon. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, but Sheila was almost telling on herself how Brooke wasn't picking up. That Sheila had something to do with it, I do not understand. Yeah, I, I don't either because she, it, it was, yeah, I would have totally been suspicious by the stuff she was saying. Yeah, because I mean, I get it. Brooke is not in her right mind. She's distraught, whatever. But when she was given those squinty eyes, I was like, ooh, Sheila's saying too much. You saying too much. But then it didn't seem like Brooke. I, I don't know. Brooke is just too damaged right now. Her defenses are down. Yeah. Sheila just whooped in with the pow pow. And like Brooke was not picking up on these little these little innuendos that Sheila was dropping. And it, right. it, it, it's sad. Because <laughs> she was too upset. But I kind of feel yeah, sorry. But Sheila, for like, oh, I don't know. Not to skip ahead, but I don't know if it's Sheila and I don't know if it's Deacon or if it's the combo that breaks Brooke. But, man, Sheila is, like, 
she she isn't saying lies. She's spitting truth. And True. that's what makes it so ow. <laughs> so owie. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And then uh, the last thing she says is uh, Ridge, Ridge has already gone back to Taylor. So that part of your destiny is over. To get used to it or something like that. And then I was like, geez. Um. Mm. And yeah. okay. I started to feel a little bit bad for Brooke because like she keeps getting she, she keeps getting bombarded. And it's like, all right, guys. It, everybody's acting like you're not taking responsibility. She is. She even said to Sheila, I know this is all my fault. I'm not gonna sit here and say it, it's not. And she said the same thing to Taylor. And I was like, you know what? She feels bad about it. What do you want her? I mean, what else can she do? She can't I mean, change it. <laughs> well, you can feel bad about it, but also understand there's consequences. Yeah, there is. That's for sure. You can't just say I'm sorry and, every, and think it's going to be okay every time, even though it has been okay every time. But like, you know. People have their breaking point, girl. True. So now we go to El Giardino and <laughs> Deacon finally gives in to Hope. And, and he says that he will talk to Ridge, but he will not make any guarantees. But he was oh. very reluctant. He was like, do I need to recap how last time we were together, we beat each other up? And she's like, no, I got it. Got it. <laughs> she's like no no thank you <laughs> hey, thanks oh, God, you don't want to go there we got to go to Carter's loft again and uh Paris and Carter it's the it's like the aftermath of um after you have sex you know they're like what do the you call it they're pillow talking pillow talk afterglows and pillow talk yeah and Carter's like what have we done Oh, and Miss Giddy Two Shoes is like, um, what we're about to do again. I was like, okay, alrighty then. And again, and again. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, well. sorry. I it it's nothing personal, okay. I think that both of these people, okay, Carter and Paris, are both really hot people, okay. It is nothing personal. They're both very gorgeous. I just don't think. I just don't feel like they have the chemistry. No. Like, the chemistry's off. Like, if this was real life and these two went on a few dates, when they got to the part of, like, they're going to make out and stuff, I think they would immediately be like, okay, uh, we're not going on any more dates because the chemistry's not there. Yeah. I don't I don't uh, know. People are weird nowadays. They might just for looks, but, like, no, I don't. I don't see it. Me either. I ain't buying it. <laughs> oh, there's a little funny part where we go to Hope's and we go to Hope and Liam's cabin and Hope tells Liam that she did something. And he's oh, like, yeah. oh no, what did you do? And she's like, I was trying to help. And he's like, oh no. So he's like kind of shocked when she tells them what she did. That she got Deacon to go talk to Ridge. And <laughs> Liam's like, huh. 
I hope they don't rip their head, each other's heads off. Yeah, Liam was like, <laughs> Liam looked like, like, <laughs> what did I say? It was so I funny. I think I might have did it on a different day. I don't know. He looked like, I don't know, like a, oh, he looked like a scared porcupine. Yeah. He was just like, what? Because his hair's <laughs> kind of spiky right now. So I was just like, oh, yeah. oh, no, a hedgehog. That's what I said. I was like, he looks like a scared hedgehog. <laughs> yeah. He he looked at her like, have you lost your mind or what? Like, he's the, like, Deacon is the problem. Like, why would you do that? I agree. I don't know that that was a good idea. I'll be honest. I think it had the opposite effect. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's just go over there. So we head to Forrester. And Ridge is at work. Work, work, work. Fashion, fashion, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Chelsea always says. Uh, he's working, right? And Deacon walks in. And he immediately is like, I'm calling security. Somebody call security. Whatever. Calling security. So Ridge and Deacon are talking. And <laughs> Deacon is trying to convince Ridge to take Brooke back. Very strange. Yeah, that was like, that had to be like the most awkward conversation. <laughs> it, but it, yeah. they both, both I'm going to give it to both actors. Like they, they handled it well. Like Deacon was like, look, like I felt like he was really trying. It wasn't yeah. just like, look, Hope wanted me to come over here and tell you that. Like, no, he actually was like, you're you're who she's supposed to be with. He was really trying. And he was, like, basically telling Ridge, you're an idiot. <laughs> like, you're, you have Brooke. Like, what are you doing? So then he said, he started getting mad. And he was like, <sighs> he said, would you just for once not do what you always do and go running crying to Taylor. <laughs> oh. I was like, dang. And he said, look, Brooke wants you and only you. And he was trying to say the stuff that he knew would get to Ridge. Like, don't worry. I have not seen Brooke at all. She wants you and only you. The stuff that, you know how Ridge is. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so he is really trying. Oh, now we're going to go to Taylor's office. And me <laughs> and Chelsea were dying, dying on this part. Dying, guys. Taylor literally looked right at Brooke and called her a see you next Tuesday. Okay, okay, okay. So Taylor's on the phone with a patient, setting up an appointment, yada, yada. Brooke walks in the door. Taylor spins around, <laughs> gives the dagger squint look, and says, see you next Tuesday, and hangs up the phone. <laughs> and do we all know what see you next Tuesday stands for? Come on, guys. Charisma. Uniqueness. <laughs> Nerve <laughs> and talent. Oh my lordy. Like I had to pause and I had to because I watched <laughs> Monday through Wednesday like all in one. So I was like, wait, what day are we on? Okay, we're on Tuesday. We're on Tuesday. So that I'm gonna like mm, I see you, writers. I see you. Yes, it was you know what I gotta clap because that was awesome. I loved that. Yay! 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 
That was hilarious. That was I, hilarious. I, I was cracking up. I had to pause it because I was laughing. I was like, Joe, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, it was crazy. And, oh, my God, these two. Uh, Taylor's like, please don't. Hold on. It makes me laugh. She goes, please don't come to my office unannounced. I'm like, uh, you went to her house unannounced twice. Uh, <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> so these two have a confrontation. And Brooke oh, yeah. is basically reminding her that she's going to fight for her marriage. She's not going to let Taylor steal her husband. She said a lot of stuff. She even brought up uh, Stephanie and Thomas. Okay, I look back through my notes and I found it. Okay. Okay. Actually, Taylor says, why do you keep doing this? Like, you always turn to someone else and you hurt Ridge. And it's always with some guy he hates. And she's like, I see a destructive pattern and you need help. And Brooke's oh. like, uh, maybe I do, but I don't need a therapy session right now. What I need is for you to keep your hands and your lips off my husband. I was oh. like, oh. <laughs> and uh, I felt bad for no, I don't. I don't really feel bad for either one of them, to be honest. They both have ridgitis. Okay? Mm-hmm. They both are stuck in Ridge, Ridge's vortex. <laughs> it Ridge is basically Liam. Oh, yeah. But Ridge is like the original flip-flopper. Yeah. So, it, yeah. Uh, it was, it's not good. Yeah. I think that's how Tuesday ends. Yeah, that's how Tuesday ends with uh, Brooke is telling her. Um, I'm gonna fight for my husband. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna just hand him to you. 